Hey everyone, today we are beginning Proverbs chapter 28, and we will look at verses, well, we're going to look at verse 1 to start with. So, here's what it says. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Here's a verse that throws in the face of, of what the wicked person portrays himself to be, okay? The wicked man is the one who roars a lot, right? I mean, he's the bully at school. He picks on the smaller kids. He's the one who pursues others in the dark alleys with knives and guns, says, give me your money. I mean, these may even have admiring followers in school or in, in gangs or even at the job where you work. These are people who back them up and, and they give them a sense of credibility, right? And so these people, they paint themselves as the king of the jungle, bold and unafraid. But Solomon says how that underneath their facade, they are not fierce lions, but rather they are scaredy cats. He says the wicked flee when no one pursues. All right. You see, their lifestyle of wickedness, it carries with it a long list of bullying and taking from and taking advantage of others, using others. They are deceivers, manipulators. They have learned that um, by building and puffing themselves up, by being aggressive and domineering, their pretense becomes a defensive tool as well as an offensive instrument for intimidation. So, so why would they flee when no one pursues? <laughs> for one thing, I think it might be because they've always had a good reason to be looking over their shoulders. I mean, they're paranoid and it may be with good reason. Another thing, as we looked at, they use their facade to actually avoid honest confrontation. In other words, they cannot make a good case for truth, the truth that they they claim. They hold to the view that no one will argue with them or question them if they carry a big stick. And so in that way, they run away from honest discourse uh, because it, it scares them to death. They are scaredy cats and with good reason for sure. So, you know, before we see Jesus as beautiful, we're just the same way as they are towards God. Uh, we cannot make a good case for our sin. Still, we, we act bold, right? Bold as a lion towards God. And we continue to sin, even though we know that it displeases Him. And we keep avoiding coming to Him in humility and honesty asking him for mercy. In John 3, Jesus explains this to Nicodemus. In John 3:19, he says, "The light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil." Verse 20, "For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light lest his works should be exposed." And so, us being wicked, we don't pursue God. 
But thankfully, the true lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah who judges the living and the dead, he doesn't wait on us in our wickedness to come to him. That would never happen. Instead, he is the one who pursues us. And you know, the wicked man, he, he keeps looking over his shoulder even when no one's after him because he's done so many people wrong in his life. But Jesus pursues us even as he knows we abide in wickedness and we do other people wrong. And even more so, we are doing him wrong. We're standing in disobedience to him. But he pursues us anyway, not to destroy us, not to pay us for our sins, but to save us from having to pay for our sins in his righteous judgment, to save us from the end of wickedness and show us that he is the greatest treasure in the universe, greater than any wicked sin we might search out. He wants us to find fullness of joy in him. Romans uh, 5, 6 through 8 says, For while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So Christ pursued us even as we were in rebellion against him. <laughs> if Jesus has sought you out and if Jesus has like open your eyes if he's shown you that he is beautiful. Uh, if he's shown you he is the greatest treasure worth pursuing uh, after for the rest of your life, then thank him for that joyfully and, and, uh, and follow him and share this good news of Jesus Christ. This good news of great joy. And you can even let me know at braggingonjesus.com at gmail.com. I know that's kind of a strange name, but it's um, braggingonjesus.com at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Father God, thank you for your word today, Lord. And um, thank you for pursuing us, Lord, when we were running from you. And thank you for showing us that Jesus is the greatest treasure in the universe. How he died for our sins, was paid the wages that we were due on the cross and then he rose from the grave and he gives us that same power to live victorious lives over sin even in this world and he will raise us up one day incorruptible to be with him forever in jesus name